Autobots Transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. <laughs> Today it is uh, Season 3, Episode 6 of Transformers Prime Beast Hunters. It is Chain of Command. This episode was directed by Vinton Huick. It was written by Marguerite Scott. I'm going to get that eventually. And last time on Transformers Prime, Optimus split the Autobots up so they could collect Predacon remains before the Decepticons did because Dino DNA. <laughs> and in this episode, Predaking is still frozen in the Antarctic or the Arctic or wherever he is. Yeah, but now the sun's coming up and we see an iceberg's kind of melting because global warming is a thing. And uh, the Predacon starts to thaw and it roars and flies off. Opening. And when we come back, Starscream is questioning the logic of cloning a bunch of new Predacons considering they could barely control the last one uh, when they hear a big banging on the roof. Yeah, and, and also they're too big uh, to walk around the halls without tearing them asunder. And that's the name of a side quest in Dragon Age Origins and Starscream's voice actor, Steve Bloom, voiced first in Shannon Irving and Ogren in that game. Really? I wonder so if that's that. actually an Easter egg. Either way, either way, yeah, no, uh, no. they go up to the top the top flight deck and they find Predaking. I know I've been calling him Predaking, and I know technically he doesn't take that moniker yet, but Kurtzman called him Predaking, and, you know, I'm gonna, because we're different people, probably. <laughs> uh, but Megatron orders uh, Starscream to take command of this Predacon. Yeah, and Starscream was wondering, like, how did it find its way home? And Shockwave's like, uh, they have precise homing instincts. So, well, yeah, but they're on a ship. It moves. We, we just, anyway. Yeah, yeah. There's been whole episodes built, storylines built around that. Um, anyway, over to Magnus's ship, which I don't think has a name, which it no. really needs one. It's probably just like Magnus Mark II. Yeah. Um, it lands in Scotland and uh, they come down the, the Samus lift road and, Alta. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and uh, right away Wheeljack is like bye <laughs> yes and uh, he asks Bulkhead uh, Magnus asks Bulkhead like it, does that guy understand the chain of command because I did not give him an order to head out without uh, cover or without backup I think he says and Bulkhead's like uh, Jackie's just eager to prove himself now that you two are serving together again sir yeah <laughs> like so uh, Bulkhead runs up to the edge of this cliff. Wheeljack's already climbing down. Bulkhead joins. And Wheeljack's going on a lot of stuff about, hey, uh, it's Wreckers again. We're going to have fun. We're going to have a good time. Yeah. And they look below and see a Viacon walks out of the cave entrance. It's at the bottom of this cliff. And I guess he's just doing a patrol. Yeah. And uh, Wheeljack's like, hey, Wrecker rule number 17, right? And Bulkhead's like, yeah, guards never look up. But then Bulkhead knocks some rocks down and it does look up. And, but then Wheeljack jumps down with the swords out and decapitates it. Oh, it's yeah, it's a pretty sweet move. And that's followed quickly by a bunch of other Viacons coming out of the cave and charging Wheeljack. Yeah, he's like, scrap, gets the mask on. And then the Autobots just beat these guys to a pulp. Like, Bulkhead gets the Wrecking Balls out, Magnus jumps down the cliff and lets them fucking have it with this hammer. Like, oh, oh my god. It's vicious. And they win. And then you hear this bong, bong, bong inside Wheeljack. Yes. He opens up his chest plate, and it's Miko. He's like, oh yeah, I forgot you were in there. And she's like, ah. At least I didn't heave on any floor mats this time. <laughs> uh, so we go up to the somewhere on the Nemesis, and Starscream is trying to order uh, Predaking into a cage. I mean, somewhere on the flight deck. Um, and Predaking won't go, and then he breathes fire at Starscream and singes his roof head point. Yeah, the little antennae thing, and he starts smoking, and he just rubs to put it out, and like... 
didn't they say before though that this thing is entirely under Shockwave's command? I like, so. I bet Megatron's just doing this just to <laughs> watch what I do with Starscream. This will be fucking hilarious. Then we go back to uh, Magnus and the gang, and he's he's pissed at Wheeljack for bringing Miko. Yeah, the native. And he's like, "What would you? What would have made you think that it was an okay idea to do that?" And we have a quick flashback where Miko's yes. like, "Hey, can I come with?" And he's like, "Yeah, why not?" Yes. And then Mag- Magnus is like, "Man, are like, is there something wrong in your head?" And then Wheeljack's like, "Hey, hold on a minute here, bud. Prime said you were to lead the wreckers. I assumed you meant." All of them, because, you know, he made her an honorary wrecker, right? So, And and she insists that she can handle herself. So we go then back to yeah, Starscream. Then she snaps to attention. She's like, sir. Yeah. <laughs> we go back to Starscream, and he's ordering Predaking uh, around again, but this time he's got the Apex armor on. Yes. And Predaking ragdoll tosses him like four flipping Loki around at the end of the Avengers just <laughs> slam wham bam bam yeah, he throws him into the wall so hard he sticks for a second like they always do in this show and then Megatron radios in like the, the the ground team hasn't reported in in a while what's going on down there and Starscream's like ah we're practicing battle maneuvers yes that's it he's good at it (laughs) and starscream is told uh go check out what's going on in scotland so he says why don't i get my seekers together my armada and megatron says no take the beast yeah i want to see if it's as good at retrieving bones as it is at attacking autobots like what Uh, anyway it's cool but uh commercial break and when we come back magnus and the wreckers are in the mine and miko found something and she's like is this it magnus is like that's a rock yeah, like, like that. Okay. So while they're walking along, Bulkhead and Wheeljack have this moment where um, Bulkhead, Wheeljack says to Bulkhead, hey, you were smart to get out early uh, before I screwed off and uh, or before the wreckers turned yeah, to before rust. Before the rust set in. Yeah, I think you said Yeah, yeah that yeah. was it. It's a good line. And Miko asks about that. And it turns out that Bulkhead, just when Magnus came in, Bulkhead left, I think just a bit before that, to go join Team Prime. And then when Magnus came in and Wheeljack and he butted heads, the wreckers basically fell apart. But Jackie has always kind of considered that Bulkhead was the one that... Yeah, and, and Miko says, yeah, Bulk, no one wants to be the one that broke up the band, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Predaking comes up, shows up. Yeah, because things start shaking and Miko falls, Bulkhead catches her. But yeah, it comes around the corner and Magnus realizes what it is and he's like, let's roll! And they transform and start driving but keeps chasing them. And it chases them through a couple tunnels. There's some weaving and turning, but then eventually... Yeah, they take a hard left yeah, in, yeah. into a smaller tunnel. And that's and what happens is Predakin gets caught up in that smaller tunnel. He can't chase them anymore. They get into a big, large cavern and Magnus says, okay, we're safe for now, but it is going to catch us. Yeah, that's only going to hold them for a bit and uh we need to call for backup and the wheeljack transforms and he starts with the wreckers don't call for backup and he's like he's expecting bulkhead to finish it like they call for cleanup but bulkhead is like uh what jackie means is we can't get a signal this deep underground sir so he says to miko hey i need you to go up to the surface and get out of here and she's like i'm not leaving and magnus says no 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 it's i'm giving you an order here magnus steps in he says i need you to get to my ship and call optimus prime and get back up and then she's like yes sir and salutes yeah because she wants to help right before it was just get out of here get to safety but now i want to stay and help but now she's got something to do right so off you go even though I thought it, season two was kind of the season of Miko, I think this could become the season of Miko. It's definitely the episode of Miko a little oh bit later. Oh my God, is it ever. <laughs> it gets so good. Um, but then, uh, so she starts climbing up and the sounds of Predaking get closer. Yeah, they can hear him roaring and Ultra Magnus says, all right, we make our stand here. 
And uh, meanwhile, Miko gets to the surface and uh, there's the ship and she runs to it. But as she gets up to the ship, she hears Starscream's voice. The Samus lift starts coming down and Starscream and two vehicons. And she goes to hide as Starscream is talking. Oh, and he's wearing the Apex armor. That's important. Uh, But he's talking about how this ship was empty, which means... uh, Oh, sorry, sorry. He's talking about how this ship was empty, so the Autobot might be somewhere else. Fuck (laughs) them. And uh, by the way, his Predacon is going to be dismantling the interlopers. And yeah, it was hard, but I tamed that thing. And then one Viacon's like, oh, so that's why you're wearing the armor? Like, you're (laughs) you're not wearing it because you're scared of the thing? (laughs) And he's like, yeah, it's uh, getting hot in here anyway. Takes it off. Just sets it down on a rock, which is where you set a ancient relic but <laughs> then um it back down in the cavern preda king charges into the room charges at magnus who fucking clocks him with the forge oh man upside the head. punches his mouth loose with that hammer i mean the forge and the uh, magnus orders the autobots open fire and wheeljack and bulkhead start blasting it but it's useless like their their shots don't do a damn thing they kind of hold it at bay for a bit but eventually, like, it, it just takes the upper hand. Predaking starts laying down the hits. And then there's a bit where he goes to swipe at Magnus, Magnus with his tail. Bulkhead catches and he's like, I got you. And then Predaking just starts whipping him around and yeah. heaves him back into Magnus. Those mm. They're down. And then Wheeljack starts blasting it from a higher level. Like, how did he get up there that quick? But the thing goes to breathe fire on Wheeljack. And Wheeljack tries to throw a grenade into Predaking's mouth. But... It misses and dings around all over the place and then lands next to Bulkhead and Magnus. Kaboom. Mm. And up on the surface, there's like a, uh, the ground shakes. There's a tuft of smoke that comes out of like, I guess, a vent or something, a shaft. And Starstream's like, what's this? So he and the Viacons walk to check it out. And when they walk past Miko, she books it for the ship. Yeah, she starts running for the Samus elevator, but Starscream stops her. And he knows, he's like, Miko, is it? Oh, I love that he knew her name. Yes, commercial break. And when we come back, Predaking wakes up, gets out of a cave-in. Yeah, it's a good cave-in. <laughs> he sees just this glimmer something and walks over to it and conveniently it's the uh, fossil he'd been looking for but it's, yeah, it looks but it's like an eye like a robotic eyeball thing it looks like kind of like Wheatley from Portal like yeah. one of them things it does and it's uh, it's flashback time it's uh that's how it realizes, okay, this is an eye out of a Predacon. Yeah, it has like a memory of being a Predacon on a fiery planet. It's a very cool visual. Uh, but back at the surface, uh, Starscream goes to close the Samus lift. Miko jumps like dodges and weaves between his legs, gets in the Samus lift. He takes a couple swipes at her. She jumps off and lands on top of the Apex armor. And activates it. It activates it. Now you fucking had it. This was so She's good. like, uh, what's the matter, Screamy? You can't pick on someone your own size. And then we hear Predaking's roar, and they look up, and he lands on top of the ship, and Miko's like, Nyeh! and just runs for it. <laughs> yeah, and it drops that little eyeball thing, and Star Scream's like, oh, I guess it can play fetch. <laughs> yeah, uh, and the Predaking pounces her just as, down in the cavern, the Autobots emerge from all the rubble, and Magnus is pissed off at Jackie. Mm, Magnus is just giving Wheeljack hell for detonating a grenade in a confined space. And Which is Wheeljack says, well, the intended confined space was the belly of the monster, man. Yeah, there's they bicker back and forth a bit. And then Bulkhead says, hey, you know what? You guys fight all you want. I'm concerned about Miko. And he just leaves, doesn't yep. even wait for permission. And then Jackie says, uh, requesting permission to follow, sir. I don't think Magnus says anything, but he just kind of looks at him. 
And uh, back with Miko, Predaking is using her as a chew toy. And then it's just like a dog playing with a stuffy, shaking it around. And then Megatron radios in. He wants a status report. Yeah, Star Scream's like, yeah, yeah, everything's going good. But he he says, hey, look, uh, we got the fossil. And right now the Predacon is uh, basically making mincemeat out of one of the Autobots humans. Yes, the whole time Starscream is talking, you just hear Miko shrieking in the background because the Predacon is just shaking all over the fucking oh, yeah. place. I'd, I'd love to know the physics of that suit, like how it works. Yeah, because it's with living beings too. Anyway, um, Predaking is then, uh, so Starscream says, I'll take back the fossil and Predaking. Uh, Megatron says, no, no, no. Send Predic- the Predacon back with the fossil. You stay there and take care of the few, uh, remaining Autobot. <laughs> yeah, and... While this is going on, Predaking slams Miko on the ground and breathes fire on her for like 10 seconds straight. From a couple feet away. Yeah, like holy shit. And then as soon as the call is done with Megatron, Predaking pounces on Starscream, knocks him into the ground, not onto, into the ground, um, picks up the the flossel and flies away. Yep, and Starscream's like, oh, for fuck's sake, you never listen to my orders. Starscream tells the two Seekers with him that, all right, you heard Megatron, we have to deal with the Autobots. As soon as I retrieve what belongs to me, and he starts walking towards Miko, still in the Apex armor, she's just lying on the ground, and it's just scorched all around her. It's like, oh, shit. So he goes to do something to that, the you know, basically the crest on the front, which I guess then you could open it from the outside, which is interesting. But before he can, she, like, clocks him one. And then grabs a hold of him, spins around, and hammer tosses him. Mm, Because when he gets over to her, he's like, even the strongest armor can't protect the weakest of creatures. And as soon as he sees Miko's face, she's alive and awake, and she's like, it protected you, didn't it? (laughs) And then, yeah, she's just upon him. And so she tosses him, and then the Viacons open fire, and she literally runs through them. Uh, And then... Starscream fires a missile. She catches it. Yes. It explodes in her face. She jumps out of the smoke with a flying drop kick and then just begins to brawl on the Viacons. This was brutal. Oh, yeah. It's so good. It's awesome. There's even a legit Street Fighter 2 dragon punch in here. If you watch this fight. Yeah. And at one point, she's even like, all right, who's wrecking who now? (laughs) And while this is happening, the Autobots kind of stick their heads up over the cliff edge, and they're like, oh, wow. And Magnus is like, "Uh, perhaps you weren't wrong about the human after all. (laughs) And then, dude, this this was maybe one of the best Miko moments or ever where she yeah. and Starscream square off and he's like, hey, I should warn you, I killed Cliff Jumper. Yeah, and she's like, ah, big whoop. I snuffed hard shell. Oh, that was good. Um, so they just, as they're about to fight, uh, the Autobots run up behind her and uh, Starscream's like, Nyeh! and he runs away. Yeah, and uh, Miko says, well, the they're Decepticons away. got away with that fossil and Wheeljack's like, ah, don't worry about it, kid. You brought your A-game like a true wrecker. Yeah, he has this moment where everything is, just at this moment, everything with the wreckers is right and true and good. Mm. And he says, okay, I'm going to leave now before this all turns to rust. And he drives off. Let's talk about this Apex armor again, because this thing is something else, isn't it? And no, no, we're not going to worry about how Miko survives being rattled around inside the thing. We already did that in another episode. Clearly, this is a suit of power armor that builds itself around the wearer and only gets as big as it needs to. But Miko is easily 15 feet tall in this thing. Starscream doesn't seem to get that much taller than he already is when he puts it on. Anyway, we're not worried about that either or how Miko knows how to control it. What I'd like to know is what the hell did they make this thing out of? 
It's strong enough to withstand an absolutely merciless yell-down warhell ride from a Predacon. That's a Wesley Willis reference. And since Miku isn't baked alive, even though the ground around here is scorched black, it clearly insulates the occupant. But let's get back to that. The occupant. All Miku does to activate the thing is land on the button. No ignition key, no password, no secret knock. One button, bang, power armor. So what would have happened if after Starscream took it off, if like a frog or something came along and landed on the button? I'll tell you what would happen. It'd be fucking chaos. Now you've got a 15-foot-tall, invincible, pissed-off frog jumping and smashing all over the place, trying to get out of the thing, Starscream. Ultra Magnus' ship is going to get wrecked with that frog bouncing all over the place. And when he comes out of the mine to see what all the fucking racket is about, who do you think he's going to blame? You or the frog? And that's the end of another episode of Defense Prime Beast Hunters. The next episode we're going to review is Plus One. If you want to add your two cents to what we've got to say, you can find us on Twitter. John's at John Sobey. I'm at P. McPherson One. And uh, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with. Tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. And you can find old episodes of the show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. So until next time, keep on transforming, everybody. Big whoop. I snuffed hard shell.